Hello everyone, and welcome to FM Stories by FM Soccer Talk. FM Stories is a series of interviews where passionate coaches, players, and fans share their soccer stories with you and your hosts, Tito, Paolo, and Franco. This is uh, Franco from FM Soccer Talk. I'm here with Steve Carnero. He is the head coach of the 2006 AC Connecticut Boys MPL team. Yeah, yeah, That's now correct. MPL, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in 2019, you guys were U.S. Club National Cup champions. Correct. correct. Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right, well, welcome to the show, Steve. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome, man. It's a pleasure to have you here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, some of your background, how you got into soccer, and um, maybe some of your biggest influencers growing up, you know? So uh, you were also a player too, right? So let's let's start with your playing career. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, You know, born and raised in Danbury, Connecticut, uh, with Portuguese parents as background. So as you guys know, it was always a soccer ball. I've tried, you know, with basketball and this, that, and the other, and my parents are like, no way. You know, you're playing soccer and only soccer, so that's all. I don't care doing. if you like it. Yeah, no, no. It, it was on TV. It was all. It was. It was soccer 24 like Getting involved in drugs as a kid in that household. You can't do that. Are you crazy? You're grounded. Yeah, no, definitely not. You're grounded but, for playing basketball. <laughs> no, but, uh, kids. you know, you know, you guys know how it is. During the week, it was soccer um, and going to practices, and on the weekend, it was always watching Benfica. Nothing else. Oh, really? You so know, Benfica fan. Yeah, yo, okay. my, my father, you know, just got us bleeding red, um, which is why I think, you know, just we love the game so much, and our parents are so involved, and uh, that's how I kind of got into it so much. So, uh, how did, tell us how how do you feel about Porto? God, don't get me. You know, it's worse with Sporting. I always have to throw it. Oh, wait, you Sporting is the big rival? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's the the city rivals, you know, Benfica Porto. But recently, they've... uh, They've had poor results that now it, the the big time for the championships every year has been kind of Benfica Porto, Benfica Porto. Yeah. Benfica's a good team. So, so um, No, they've done well. They're acad- I mean, they focus on their academy now. Um, they just brought in uh, Vago from Dortmund. Um, yes, yes, that was correct. an incredible no, pickup. Huge. I mean, he does a great job in the midfield, um, and, and he, he was a, a good pickup. He just he plays the game the right way, very simple, um, and it's a, it's a great addition. Hopefully it leads to another title. You think? You know? Would you like to have Felix back? João Felix. Well, you know, as much as we're a big club in Portugal, you know, we have to think on the business side of things to compete with the greats in the top five leagues. When someone's going to give you 126 mil, you can't say no. You can't say of no. Of course no. And know, a team like Benfica just, will use that money wisely. They're yeah, smart. They're, you know, a couple years ago I brought a team to Portugal and we were lucky enough to play against the Benfica juniors team. And when I was there, I was able to talk to the coaches and they rely on these sales because it doesn't just go to the senior team. Certain percentages get filtered back to the academy. Certain percentages go to the women's team, to the volleyball, to the field hockey. Because again, you know, the European model there is it's a sports club, mm-hmm. you know. So a lot of that money really goes to funding a lot of the other projects keeps they have. Alive. Keeps the whole project oh, alive. without question. And, and a sale like that. And we've had many sales, actually, oh, yeah. recently. You know, Renato Sanchez and, and all that. Um, you know, the big time money. It just allows us to build the academy, continue to identify players. Benfica were just out here in Baltimore. And uh, yeah. AC Connecticut, we, we met up with them because we're looking to form 
uh, relationship with them and they were telling us just how much more because of the resources they gain from Joao Felix, how much more they're able to try to identify players here in the U.S. to hopefully bring them to their academy. Yeah. So, oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah. When did you when did you start coaching? And uh, was it in Connecticut where you got your start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I started in, in CT. I was um, I was playing college at Western Connecticut, um, and in my junior year, I tore my ACL. Mm-hmm. So once I tore my ACL, uh, coach there Joe Mingashos, who is one of my mentors. Um, was like, hey, you know, instead of being upset and leaving the game and whatever, why don't you get into coaching? Yeah. So I, I started with Dammer Youth Soccer, um, got involved there, and you know that was, uh, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, uh, and you know, fast forward to today, I'm still doing it. You know, it's it's nice to do what you love. You know, yeah, 100. Not not everybody's able to do yeah, that. Yeah, kind of no, claim, I know. Right? And my parents told me that. Listen. Growing up, you know, most Portuguese, you have a construction company, landscaping yeah. company. You know, they teach you young. They, listen, you can do this or you can do what you want. You know, you figure that out. And that's essentially what happened. Well, that's yeah. cool. Just as long yeah. as Congratulations. you're following your yeah. dream. Yeah. So uh, did, was the transition from player to coach hard? I mean, I know I've suffered an ACL surgery, so yeah. I understand what it takes to come back and mm-hmm. make that decision, correct, you know, whether correct. you want to keep playing or not. Yeah. Um, so Believe it or not, it was, it was relatively easy because my junior year I tore it. I got into coaching a little bit here and there, you know, part-time, rec teams, travel teams, damn youth soccer. Then, of course, I played my senior year, and I got my degree in secondary ed history. So I actually taught for a couple years, a bilingual class. I'm, I'm fluent in Spanish, Portuguese, so um, it was kind of cool because then I, you know, I had that heart-to-heart with the wife, and I was like, hey, listen, teaching degree, can I try this? With coaching, I had no idea it was going to lead to mm-hmm. a full time or mm-hmm. what. But you're teaching, you're coaching the kids. I, I was yeah. able to use a lot of the theories um, and, and all, all all the the different uh, types of methodologies just to kind of implement it on the the playing field. And it, it paid off. Yeah, it paid off. So you joined uh, AC Connecticut in 2019. It was. 2018. 2018, 2018 19 it, season. Yes, okay. correct, correct. So you um, tell us about uh, maybe why you joined AC Connecticut and um, a little bit of uh, history of who AC Connecticut is, the team that you coach. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think joining AC Connecticut was was a simple choice, and here's why. Um, you know, we all we all see the soccer landscape, and unfortunately, at times it, it's a bit watered down. Right. I mean, there's just clubs everywhere, teams everywhere, and we just we just thought, hey, instead of always splitting, you know, players leave us to go to you, you leave us. To, we were like, if we combine and we're the only ones in the greater Danbury area, can we provide a better environment for our kids, especially at the highest level to the second team to the reserves, um, and that that was. The view, you know, that's what we wanted to create is that type of environment um, in the Danbury area. And you know, after one year, I think a lot of people have saw that it's paid off. Kind of keeping the best together instead of always splitting them apart. It's solely in Danbury. Or do you branch outside of Danbury? Yeah. To so the recent town, uh, the I want to say towns? that ninety percent um, is in Danbury. We have a partnership with Danbury Youth Soccer and their travel program. Um, so a lot of our training sessions and games for fall and spring are in Danbury. We do also train out of Brookfield. Um, a lot of our winter training sessions are in Newtown at the NYA Center um, and in New Milford at the CSA, the Connecticut yeah. Sports Arena. 
So we do kind of, you know, we got kids coming out. from Waterbury, got kids coming from Bridgeport, Norwalk, New York kids. So, but Danbury just seems to be the best location because, you know, it's yeah. 84 right there. Would, would you be able to tell me the difference between travel team? Because I know you said Denver United travel team, but you're also the premier Premier League Premier, team. Right. So you're, the, you're like a explain the tiers of the team. So yeah, yeah. Could so you, could you so Denver Youth Soccer is uh, so you have obviously the rec program. You mm-hmm. know, kids that just want to learn the game, this and that. Uh, and then obviously the state of Connecticut, you have like the Southwest Conference, Northwest Conference, South Central Conference. That's where you have a lot of the town teams. So the town like Danbury, they have travel teams. Um, when you get to Premier, obviously it's uh, you have open borders. You can bring players in from Brookfield, from New Milford, from Newtown, and you're able to form what's called these Premier teams. Um, and that's kind of like the pyramid. Our pyramid has Danbury Youth Soccer, um, you know, what the yeah. travel teams are about. In the middle, we have our Premier and MPL teams. And then at the top of the pyramid, we have our USL2 club team. And then do they, is it a funnel? Do you Correct. guys actually funnel up to that? Yeah, yeah. So this year, um, we have uh, Tyler Warren, who's uh, hopefully going to get some minutes out there. He's uh, uh, committed to um, Northwestern, um, so wow. big-time player from us. So. Um, so that's that's definitely a pathway, and then we get players that come back, like Austin De Silva, Ryan Mingashos, who played for us, and uh, they come back and play for uh-huh. our USL two team. Uh, I guess another question regarding like your your pyramid system, right? Yeah. You're saying do you, do you guys specifically adhere to a formation throughout the pyramid system, like I say a four four two, three five two, four one four one, or what? Do you guys all get to choose what formation you want to play based off of the coach's no, I, preference? W- we always allow our coaches to adjust during game play, uh, especially if they see uh, something that could create an advantage right, for right. them. But for the most part, we're a very possessive type team. So possession is number one. We play a 4-3-3 typically from okay. the youth all the way up. Um, and then, and then, like I said, uh, it's always important to teach our kids a 4-4-2, the 3-5-2, just because... Uh, you know, a lot of our practice sessions will throw out scenarios like, hey, you're losing 1-0, there's seven minutes to play, we got to go to like a 3-5-2 or a 3-4-3, let's see how we do. So that, you know, the kids are familiar with it. Right. And also, the personnel. We have to look at our 18-man roster. Sometimes when you put in a sub, perhaps this particular player is better at a, C- a CDM role, so maybe you go a 4-2-3-1, you know, mm-hmm. just so that you're... You're always to kind of, you know you have that chemistry kind of going, but for yeah. the most part, from the bottom all the way up, it's a four-three-three playing out of the back. But again, a lot of people misinterpret oh playing out of the back all the time. Well, no. If if you notice that the other team has now adjusted and moved up, we'll skip over that yeah. and Great. let's go jump forward. the line. Exactly. It's one of the things that I often. Uh, I think about when it comes to academies, right? Because when you come in, if you look at, let's say, the grander scheme of things, the U.S. probably plays at whatever the, 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 the head guy is looking at. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're focused and trained on a certain kind of formation, then you're going to be the best at that role, Correct. right? So if I'm being trained at a 4-3-3, let's say, throughout most of my career up to 8, 17, 18, and even though you're getting understanding for the formations, but then you don't fit into the role of, let's say, a national team coach or a regional team coach, yeah. does that then hinder you as a player? Does that then say, you know what, um, I'd rather play with what's being led at the national level Yeah. so that I could f- try to filter into that system? It's interesting you say that because I think one of the things we do at our tryouts is we don't bring players in or recruit players for positions. Okay. We recruit players because a player that can play should be able to play in multiple positions. And that's what we try to open up to our players, especially at the youth level. 
level is don't identify yourself as just a striker or a center back. You know, allow our coaches to mix it up so that they are comfortable. Because like you said, you're talking at a high level at the U.S. National, but our presence is high school coaches. We have a ton of high school coaches within our program. They don't want a freshman coming in saying, oh, I can only play center back. He may need a right back or he may need a right winger. You know, so don't limit yourself. And that's what we try to teach our, our kids at a young age is don't limit yourself just to one position. Open it up, try things out, especially if a coach has a 3-0 lead for We like to mix things I, I up. Think so I, that, yeah, I totally get, get that idea with it, especially at the younger age. Correct. But I know that around the 14, 15 you years of age, you got to say, I am identifying yeah, as yeah. this position because Absolutely. now moving forward, I'm going to be an expert at this position. Correct. And trying to be better that's than true. anybody else in the city or the county or the state at yeah. this position. I think, so I think that that's something that should really focus going forward for, for, some, for some teams. But it's a matter uh, for some individuals. But then I you think hurt that player that's trying to go. <clears throat> yeah, because if, if, if I'm if I'm playing a forward for for a half and then a second half to say you know we're going to put you at right mid, that's going to throw me at a different funk. It's going to kind of change my mindset. It's going to adjust. I, I, you got to learn different runs. You got to learn different Changes ways your of opening up. Changes going up too because the striker's about goals and when he's trying to make himself marketable as he's going forward. So yeah, in his career, you'll you'll hear he's you'll hear like time. Jordi Alba. Jordi Alba growing up in the in the Barcelona system, he was a or maybe not Barcelona, but I forgot which one. He was often a forward, but then when he goes into a perhaps a more elite level, yes. they put him in the left back. Yeah, and yeah. they're saying, okay, well, you know what? You're better at left back going forward, and you have that mentality of pushing forward, and you yeah. can score goals because you yeah. proved it as a forward. Correct. But we're going to redefine you here, and we're going to yeah. polish you off in this area. I think, I think a lot of what you're saying is true. I think a lot of it perhaps is maybe as they start to transition the high school, that U15 age group and up, yeah. you can really start to identify. We had four kids selected to the national pool. Okay. Um, Congrats, from that's this awesome. Team. From your team? Yeah, from this team. Great After job. we won the national championship, we had three identified. They went down to Texas. Uh, one got called back again, went to California with then another player that we got called up. Um, they went to California, and then one of them, Shabu, uh, Andrea Shabu is his name, our striker, went to the ICC Futures Cup Great. down at the IMG yeah, yeah, yeah. Center. Congrats. Uh, and he well, played against Real, Chivas, Houston yeah. Dynamo. And who? And um, he re he represented who? Uh, he rep the ICC East team. The ICC East. Yes. Team. So, but to That's your really point, amazing. afterwards. You know, those coaches speaking to us, it's, hey, can you really hammer down? This is what we saw. This is what we think we can improve on. So that's why I think it is where now they start to say, okay, this is what I need to perform. Now they really now. start to oh, shape that clay. But that's good yes. that there's that collaboration where they come back and give you that, that oh, feedback absolutely. as to like how you they can tell continue us, to And they're very honest. Uh, above average, you know, met expectations or below. This, you know, we saw and, and something. And a lot of in facets. It. I know they go mentality. They go uh, possession of balls. They say he yes. touched the ball 15 times times yes. he lost six of the seven times no, all of that Goal gets score. really really yeah oh really you're a striker detailed. but you didn't score in any of the game you know they look at everything you about. do you give the assist or not either way so, getting into <laughs> yeah so, no but it's, thing, it is fascinating thing. and listen i'm kind of learning as yeah. i go because this year was just um, it was a lot of first yeah. no you know first state championship and oh. you go out the national well, let's get let's, into let's that get i want to get into this tournament that you're discussing podcast i get it yeah now hopefully i'm doing well man ratings are going up so we're 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 bringing this in so we'd like to know more about this championship run. Yeah, let's start yeah, at yeah, the, definitely. let's just start at, you know, you built your team and you, yeah, ha you yeah. have your best 11, you, I'm sure yeah. you have figured out at this point. Correct. You enter the state tournament, 
And uh, you How'd play CFC in the final, right? Yeah, Obviously, yeah. you play CFC yeah. in the final. So tell us, were there some, any obstacles or challenges? I mean, even at 13, I remember when I was 13, I could play three games in a day. Oh, you yeah, know? no, correct. But is, um, I mean, do you, at 13 years old, do you have to worry about injuries and making subs and to make it through a tournament? Or is it like you knew that you were going to win this tournament when you got in? No, when you de- stepped definitely into it? not. Because, again, it was our first year, um, especially with me. A lot of the players, a lot of first coming to us. So, I mean, obviously, thankfully, we had from August all the way to June when we had the wow. semifinal so finals to to prepare for something many, like this. Many of these players were new then, you're saying, to the AC Connecticut Correct. system. Yes. So you put them into a 4-3 system where it's relatively new to the players mm-hmm. and you gelled you know, them all up. We three times a week, lots of friendlies, lots of games. Oh, you, we knew we had a special group because in our first tournament, it was probably a week of having them, we lost to the CFC team in the finals of the Nike War Tournament. But to reach the finals... But I would say, and, and, hit the final you know, with a fresh team. Right away at this tournament, we were like, okay, I think we got something, and we started playing. Did you did you find it hard to pick the boys back up after a loss in the final, or did, did they feel like they knew that they were close enough where all they had to do was maybe work a little bit harder Correct. and they had it? So From there on... It was kind of it, like a, the switch just flipped, and we're like, okay, we got something special. We're all we've all bought into it. Let's start rocking and rolling. Okay, and that's that's essentially. So what you happened. went into the state cup, and then you played the same CFC team in the final. Yeah, we ended up, and of course, you know, as a coach, it, as you guys know, it's not just technically, tactically, and and uh, you know, fitness psychologically. So, oh, yeah. hey, this is a revenge game. This is the game that we gotta go out. Um, and we had a tough semifinal. You know, Bridgeport Premier had a, a great team. They played us in the semifinals um, uh, up at CFC Park, uh, and that was a Saturday. And then Sunday we had the State Cup Finals against CFC. And it was, like I said, just mentally, you could tell as soon as they walked on the field. I've seen it in the when you can see in their faces that they're ready to go. You get that vibe. At 13 years old, you get that vibe. It's intensity. Let's go. They love yeah. the you know the passion. You know, so often sometimes I feel as though I see the youth and you know they lose a game. It's like whatever. They move on to the next. These kids, they lost. They were pissed. Yeah. It's like no, we don't lose. Oh, that's you half know? the battle. As a it coach, is. you already got it. It is. Now you're it just is. you're shaping that. It's the motivation. You can't coach that. You can't really coach that. You that's You can only use that as a so coach. So where was Absolutely. where was the final played? CFC Park. So they even had home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. So to speak, right? Yeah, and correct, you, correct. So you beat them, and now because you won, you in get the, an automatic. In the 90th minute, I remember saying, right? two minutes game. Oh, that was the the national championship. So now you get invited. Spoiler alert. Jesus. Well. We're talking to the national champion here. Right from the get-go, we knew he had won it. Well, no surprises. So he's got. He's wearing the shirt. Well, I was nice. that every. I'd go yeah. to sleep in that. I like that green. Oh, the jet. Nice, oh, 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 this. Oh, this. Oh, oh, this. Oh, this. Oh, this gold. Oh, this gold medal. Those gold medal weighing it down. Those things are away. So because you win the state championship, you get an automatic bid for the national cup, which is great. That's fine. Maybe we weren't complaining. They gave us a month to prepare. AC had sent some teams to like the the national championship like finals but um you know 
um, this was obviously a first for us. Uh, yeah. We had a month to prepare. We didn't have to do any regionals. Or yeah. We were just, hey, you go. And you where was it? Your flight. Uh, uh, Colorado. Where Col- the Colorado okay. Rapids? But yeah, yeah. Any Denver. Any, a- any, yeah, any yeah. challenges with the the elevation with the yeah, kids? Yeah, we we try. I mean, we had a lot of parents do their research. Uh, they got us our players a lot of supplements to kind of help with breathing. Um, we did a lot of fitness outdoors, just kind of. Uh, we, you know, in the summer, you know, it's it very humid there. It's a bit drier. It's got like that oh, yeah. Portuguese type Mediterranean weather. Um, and so we, we tried to do as much as we could outdoors where, it's, you know, they had to struggle with the breathing. Um, and then, of course, like I said, with the supplements that the parents kind of, they all bought in. I, I think the first game was quite the adjustment. Um, but uh, we did very well. I'll tell you what, uh, I, I played in a tournament in Colorado. You're a mile high, legit yes. in the air. You're 5,000, yeah. 6,000 feet in yeah. the air. This, by and the second or third it. day. I know, you but, run yeah. like but your, body, but your body feels heavy. Like yes. your legs get heavy faster. Your Correct. lungs burn. Yeah. And you're, I mean, you did you like have to adjust the game where you're bringing more subs in? Yes, did without you, question. How did you handle this Without elevation? question. Are you not Aside from subs? the supplements. Sorry, are you not limited subs? No, at that age group, because it's still about player development, they allow kind of, you know, allow these players. Yeah, come in and and go and and truthfully, a, a lot of the preparation came from the time I've brought teams to Portugal. Because believe it or not, I brought a team to Portugal three years ago, and it was like a vacation. But we started to learn from these other teams. Just th- they were on a business trip, oh, yeah. you know. And by the second year, we start to learn a little bit more of how they what they eat, the walks, get up in the morning, yeah. go for a walk. Don't you spend know? all day in the pool, the hotel exactly. pool, tired. Then you get so out, you're exhausted. So when we went to uh, Colorado. Jesus. A no, lot of we were, we were, yeah. <laughs> we had a schedule, Pat. My my brother. coaching staff that I had, I had two assistant coaches with me. Uh, you know, myself. Uh, we took kind of our experiences from Portugal, and, and we made sure these boys understood that this was a business trip. You know, we weren't coming out here just to have fun, like a jolly up, go to the mountains, this, that, and the other. We were here for a purpose. No yeah. pastel de natas. Yeah. No, I mean, I had plenty. <laughs> I had plenty. Yeah, as a coach, you had enough for yeah, yeah. you. As a coach, I'll tell you what, if you find a pastel de natas <laughs> in Colorado, I'd be impressed. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, like I said, I mean, first game, of course, you know, you got the nerves. You know, we're playing a team from California. Um, Strong state. You know, and, you know, we just, I, I tell you what, we came out and no nerves you know again these kids were born for it you know we won the first game like 6-0 yeah and the California team was like you know maybe they didn't adjust because like you said you had to adjust Um, so I was able to arrest a lot of players after the first game but then the second and third game and there was 16 teams at this tournament right yes correct correct so in our group stage you know we won the first game uh, we won the second game. Who was your second game? A uh, team from North Carolina. Wow. Um, and right. then, cool. so nice. the craziest thing is the last game, the last game, third game, group stage, we're down 3-0. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Is it fear of you got not getting out? Yeah, if we had lost and then go to points, go differential, this time the other. We get one before the half. Oh, it's 3-0 before half. That's a yeah. big goal. When a big half goal ends, and I was losing of wins. my That's mind. That's a big goal. But you get that goal right before half. You bring him in. It's like, guys, we're okay. Yeah. Just one play at a time. You know what to do. You yeah. know what to do. And you guys know. We came back 4-3. It was just, from there, you just kind of knew. You knew, won? We, we, yeah. knew you we won. We knew we won. We knew we were in the semifinals. And, and you but you just, knew you had from that there, special you had the moment. Things, yeah. you know, you need a lot of luck. Even when Every tournament requires You something. need, and you just saw it. Things are falling into place. Calls, goals. 
everything. But a lot yeah. of times I think it falls into place because you're focused properly. Correct. Things things go your way because you're Absolutely. making things come your way. That's what they say. Success is what uh, be, the the meat joint of uh, being prepared and luck. luck. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. That so comes together. Absolutely. And if you're not prepared, you're not gonna get there. And if you don't have a little bit of that luck, you're like, not gonna like get there. But that both kid, together, we'll get that you there. That kid being focused to be at that ball oh. a centimeter before the other guy yeah. that, and then, the then took the foul, you know what I mean? Oh, to absolutely. get the call. Yeah. It yeah. was because he was ready to be there because if he wasn't mentally ready, that other defender, whoever fouled him, would have been gone with no, that ball. So that's what I'm saying. Correct. You had guys that were ready and it almost made your job easier because you got the focus entirely on tactics Correct. and positioning, yeah. what's going on. Player management. Absolutely. You didn't have to do any player management work as far as psychological. Yeah, work. and, I, and I, again, I had a great staff. I mean, yeah. uh, just out there, you know, I have two assistant coaches. One's focusing on players, how they're doing, subs, this, that, and the other. Uh, the other one was focused more Jeez, on the defensive 13, line. You got a staff near you, man. That's yeah, nice. yeah. It's, uh, so I congratulations. Mean, I was gonna say, are you the first from AC Connecticut? Are you the so first when, from the uh, state? Are you the first from New England? Second, How's this coming along? second in the state of Connecticut. I think they said it was about 17 years. Don't quote me on this. Um, Eric DaCosta from Quinnipiac yeah. uh, won the first one. Uh, and then I obviously have the second one. Okay. So congratulations, so, man. Good yeah. stuff. That's nice. You and your so, group, man. So, so win the group, and then we got New Hampshire next. Um, took care of New Hampshire, and then we played. Took Arkansas. care of We'll just skip right over yeah. that game. <laughs> <laughs> just swept them under so the rug. No, 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 they're they just were. as difficult as the size of the state <laughs> they are. <laughs> 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 I was talking heavily. <laughs> no, no. Um, I'm just kidding. No, it, like uh, it was Hampshire. just you know one of those things. Yeah, and then your final game, you get in there against Arkansas. Yeah, okay. we go down 1-0. Uh, and tough, very physical team, very strong. Um, they adjusted well. We we, were, we played a 4-4-2 um, out there because we wanted Defensive. to attack. Well, no, with my two up top, yes. Yeah, we but then the two go up, so it's like a 4-2-4. Correct, four, two, four. correct. That team, Arkansas, had watched us. They switched to a sweeper stomper. So we weren't able to. Wow, is that legal? Yeah, is that allowed still? So they dropped deeper. So it was kind of like a stalemate throughout. We were trying to figure each other out, and then they had a set piece and they scored. So they go up 1 0. We get to the half. And they're locked down in the back already. They are locked down. So. Because they they switched off to a sweeper stopper, I said, okay, if they if they have this type of shape, I said, boys, we're not going to be able to use our two strikers like I wanted to. Let's go to a four three three, and we got to beat them out wide. We got to spread out that deep. See if we can find those gaps out wide, and then we'll get it in. Nice. We made the adjustment. A minute into the second half, we scored. So now it's one one. In the final. Now it's back nice. and forth. The crowd. You know, we had like I said, it was four total teams out there. It was our 06 boys, our 04 boys, our 02 boys, and the 04 girls. We were the only ones to qualify to the semis and finals. So you can just imagine the crowd we had. All the boys, everybody's girls, coming around parents. to watch. Yeah. I mean, it was just you. Cool. It was just around That's the nice. entire cool. field. Yeah. So now it's just getting extremely intense, and uh, you know, perfect view. On the far side, ball gets played down to the corner, crosses it in. You see the defender there. He was waiting for it, and Andrea Shabu just gets right in front, pings it in. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, I skipped over. We had a PK, and we missed the PK oh, to go up to one. Yo, psychologically so, missing yes, a PK and that still was winning about is super low. Seven Whoa. minutes to go, we get a PK. I'm like, this kid has never missed, but, but again, you're on there a national stage. There it is. There's stage. the PK. I'm ready. Let's do this. Hits it. Keeper makes the save, comes right back, blasts it. I mean, oh, no. I think they're still looking for that ball <laughs> so far. 
So well, that they get hit probably, me. So, <laughs> they're already that yeah, mile high. No, it's, it's, a, a, yeah, it's, space right now. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing you it's won because that's me. something that oh, you could say to a 13 year old after and be like, "It's a, it, no, I can't believe you missed." Right. You know, because I mean, if he lost, if he missed that PK, and yes. you guys lost. What if he had gone? And he missed right. the rebound. That's an end of career for a 13 year old. It was Mason Payo. I don't. I don't mean to call him out, but I was just wondering if it was the same forward that scored because that mental fortitude isn't. So you have your PK taker, right? So he steps up to take this. PK. Yeah, yeah. And Keeper he, made a great save. All right, yeah. so he saved it, but the rebound comes back to him and he sails. No, the, the kid who missed it was the one who scored the game winner for oh, us. Right. Andrea Shabu. Yeah, is, so he uh, he kind of lived up to that moment. And uh, Well, congrats. From yeah. there, you got three the, going into the national team. What was it you like? Were getting you guys national on tour recognition. I still owe them the Around bus. Denver? No, I, I, told, I promised them that I would get them that, that bus. We go up top this, but I cannot find. And honestly, Come on. If you guys let us help you. No, help us. You can. I want to do it then. Memorial. We wanted to try to do it Labor Day weekend because yeah. we had just come. It was oh, still right. popping. But if I can get the Memorial Day this year, let me know. Yeah, we're gonna us. All right, all right. Put it in the books. All those Portuguese construction guys. Yeah. No one's got to put them on the back of a dump truck. No, no one's got a saw to saw off the top of a bus and make it an open. There's not a parade that leads to the Portuguese Cultural Center over there. Parade, absolutely. All right. So, no, but, uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna flip the switch. I was gonna ask you a two-parted question. One, who would you rather play with, Cristiano or Messi? And two, who would you rather coach, Cristiano or Messi? Being that you're a coach. Yeah, being that he's Portuguese. Being that I'm also, Portuguese, I want to hear this. That's uh, there's no coaching, Messi. <laughs> no, his no, parents are proud of either him. Either either. Can't make Crist- no, <laughs> listen, they're both phenomenal players. I mean, just so lucky to have two of the. That we get to watch. Play- yeah, I mean it's just unbelievable, and it's sad that it's it is coming to an end in, in a couple of years. We've been saying this, you know, uh, it is, and, and I really hope that the next generation, Mbappe, Neymar, this they learn from these two their professionalism and what they were able to do. I think it, it's going to be extremely tough to replicate, especially the two of them for the number of years. But of, of course, my boy CR7, man, come on. <laughs> in RB, yeah, right? Yeah, oh my God! I was no in Portugal. Disrespect. I was in Portugal when they were playing in the Euro. No. Uh, not the one that they oh, won. Not the one they won. Say. That would have been outrageous. It was the one where they ended up losing to uh, Greece. Greece. No. Uh, just Portugal? Uh, you got to bring that up, man, 04. Uh, no, it wasn't 04. You guys been trying to block that out forever. Yeah. What I was going to get at is. <laughs> they lost to Greece twice. Yeah, first game, what. last game. I'll tell you what. It was. All right, this show's over. But being in Portugal for those games but was just incredible. The I mean, hearing the, the town, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in Lisbon uh, for, for the I'm game. Sure. The ground shaking, tens of thousands of people. Yeah. It was like a dollar awesome. beer or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, the food and, then, and drinks. The food amazing. and drinks. Yeah. And then, gotta, then you have the big screens and everybody yelling. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh, it was I got a question. You're, awesome. you're running this, you know, players coming through. Would a Kresma-style player with his mentality be able to make it through your ranks today? Ooh, he's a Porto player, man. Can't no, say I said, but everybody talks. Cuaresma Ronaldo. They were the special. same, and everybody thought Cuaresma was better. I like him because he was he naturally had his gifted. Moments, and, but again, but, but would a mentality know. player like Cuaresma, all the talent, but that mentality, you do see, you still guys still try to work with him, or you guys are like, look, you either get this mentality right, or you're out of here? No, Be- I think you're always trying to. You know, I think a lot of players mature and at different stages for sure I think he went to Barcelona very young mm-hmm. um, and look at some of the players that we've had I go know. Renato Sanchez oh. I think sometimes yeah. when you go too, you let him go too early, soon you know you have to stay humble you have to kind of learn the ranks and kind of go that's why I think Bernardo Silva has done extremely well because he went yeah. from Benfica to Monaco and then Monaco then yeah. to City. you know he had a nice kind of progression 
but Koresma, Koresma was a special player, but again, there's a lot of special players up there. It's a lot of special what players, the, what yeah. What decides them, you know, it's the definitely head. The, the head. And, yeah. and the, the entourage you have around you, I'm sure, yeah. you know, you need people that need to keep you grounded and, and humbled. And, and that's one of the things that teach my 06s. Well, that's what I'm trying yes, to get you at. You guys, this. you focus to that. Oh, yeah, yeah I now teach my kids, stay hum- you know, family's number one. Nothing's more important than family. Yeah. And then your teammates, soccer, stay humble. Yeah. Uh, because once once you come across as uh, cocky or, you know, this well, and ego. that. You, I don't, you lose respect that. almost. Yeah, yeah, you do. Stay humble. You alienate Let yourself. the work, you know, speak for itself and you kind of go from there. Steve, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, Thank man. Thank you so much. Congratulations man, on your national championship. And are you going to try to repeat? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hopefully, you'll see us back in Colorado this year. Nice. All right, man. Yeah. Good. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, awesome, that was man. cool, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of FM Stories by FM Soccer Talk. If you, too, have a soccer story you want to share, let us know. Please remember to like, share, and follow us at FM Soccer Talk or visit our website at fmsoccertalk.com. 